and welcome to Dead Letter Movies. This is episode number 39, recorded February 17th, 2019. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. And we're back after a bit of an absence. Long Sorry, everybody. Season. Yeah. I was, in, I was in school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah life, life happens. This is this is your semi-periodic reminder. We're amateurs. This is a hobby, but yep. but we're still around. We're still watching movies. We're still talking about them. So and we, uh, and we got the best picture stuff for you. So we have we have yep. Oscars coming up next week as we record this. So let's let's talk about some of those movies. Eight nominees for best picture this year. There there are a few recurring themes, which I think is kind of interesting. Some of them I'm I'm glad to see well represented in. Uh, modern and, and even popular cinema at this point. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's just start from the top of the list uh, alphabetically. That works best, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Only reason I don't kill you where you stand is because I know who you are. Now what do you want? I want the throne. <laughs> Black Panther, which is uh, about a year old at this point. We expounded at some length on that in our, our previous episode on it about a year mm-hmm. ago. About a year ago, um, we both gave it an A-. It's um, a good movie. We both liked it. it. I think it, we're both yeah. at the same place um, yeah. about it. Like, I don't think the grade has changed for either of us. No, no, not yeah. really. I, I still recommend it. I, however, would not vote for it for best picture out of this pack. Mm-hmm. The, it's, uh, it's, I think... It's it's very good. It's you know it's it still suffers from the fact that it's kind of a superhero movie, um, which is I gotta admit is it's kind of hard to vote for that for best picture. Um, I know that seems stupid, um, but you know that's it's how it is. The thing uh, that Tim and I were talking about before we started recording is that it's hard to decide um, if this is like great cinema because um, like I said in the previous podcast about it, th- there's going to be a test of time on this one for me to know if it's like a great film. And I think it actually probably is a great film. Um, the Now that I'm looking at it a year later, um, it's at least exemplary in the genre of superheroes. Like I think it's a great film in that sense. So I, I'm kind of with you. Like I don't really know if I'd vote for it for best picture. Um, I think it's awesome. Don't be wrong. It's a uh, oh, yeah. problem. Yeah, it's Probably like if uh, if I was going to put like it just a what entertaining means I mean that's pro- this is definitely the movie that I was most entertained by the also it's a movie that got you to think a little bit more um, so it's it is you know for a Marvel superhero movie it is a subversive movie in that sense that it goes beyond you know the superhero stuff um, and yeah. causes you to actually think about things yeah um, there's, so there's lots of meta narrative there and mm-hmm. plenty to to chew on besides just the popcorn which is also there so. Yeah. So does that make this like best picture quality? I am not exactly sure. Probably, probably not. But it is still a great movie, though, I, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm there with you on that. How do you propose to make this investigation? We'll establish contact over the phone. We'll need a white officer to play me when they meet face to face. You for the white race, Ron? Oh, hell yeah. So there becomes a combined Ron, Ron Stalwart. Can you do that? With the right white man, we can do anything. Black Klansman, Spike Lee's movie from uh, last summer, which mm-hmm. I had been interested in seeing but didn't get to until just uh, a few weeks ago uh, after the nominations were announced. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I This is, again, based on true events. It's not a completely historically accurate account, no. but the story they tell is interesting and very, very worthwhile, and it's going to spark conversations that very much need to be had right now, I think. Mm-hmm. The film is actually, you know, it's it's sad um, that it's still kind of relevant, 
that the, the problems that it's speaking about is still is still issues that we have to deal with today. But I think it's very important that it actually, you know, looks at those issues by using the past. In like, I think Spike does a very good job of of doing that. Um, there are times when I feel the movie is a little heavy-handed, but at the same time, I kind of agree with it. Yeah, it it, it does come across a little bit heavy-handed here and there, mm-hmm. but it never felt too heavy-handed because these are heavy issues. This is this is weighty stuff that that we're dealing with here. So, mm-hmm. you know, great performances. Adam Driver, man. He a- Adam Driver, yeah. uh, Topher Grace, even. Of all people. Yeah. And John David Washington's also, like, amazing in it as well. Yeah. So, like, yeah. every and, performance uh, in this movie is great. Yeah, even uh, Steve Buscemi and Alec Baldwin for a little bit. I know, of all random people. Um, but not surprising me at the same time. No, not 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 really. But very, very convincing, everybody in it. This this is this year's Every American Should See This Movie movie. Yep. In I my agree. opinion, and, and I, I agree. I think it's it's uh, it's definitely not uh, compared to the other movies we have given that sort of award to before. Like this, in this one is a little bit harder to watch, but I still think that this one is yeah is that as well. There, there's there's definitely some some serious discomfort watching it, but there is supposed to be, and I think there needs to be based on on what's going on so absolutely yeah i think it's a great i like over we had we did a podcast about what we saw over the summer and i said this was the best movie i'd seen over the summer and i stick by that it really is the best it's just a good movie um it's probably the best movie that um, now i have not seen everything of spike's oeuvre since since then but it's definitely i'd say it's his best movie since do the right thing um which was a movie that didn't get nominated in 89 um and i'll talk about that in a little bit when we talk about another movie um (laughs) but the the fact that you know it's just still so relevant today and it's still telling this like interesting, amazing story with great performances. And it's just so technically well made too. Like, you know, it's got that Spike Lee look to it. It's got, you know, the, the, the camera work, it's got the editing. It's just, it's just a really well made film. Yeah. Agree on, on all points. Highly recommend. Um, not for the youngest audience. Oh no, but necessarily. <laughs> um, but yeah, consider for high school age. I, I think I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Know your kids, but know your kids. That's, that's what all ratings mean. Know your kids. I enjoyed the show. I also, I write songs. Our lead singer just quit. Then you'll need someone new. Speaking of things based off of historical events... Bohemian Rhapsody. Also, not historically accurate. No, um, <laughs> no, very, very much not. But still a, a good bit of fun. I did have a lot of fun, yes. Yeah, I, I had a good time watching it. We won't get too much here into some of the uh, more recent political developments around it. Yes, which is definitely hurting it from, you know, receiving anything. But at the same time... It is, and rightly so, but... Even if that wasn't happening, I still think the movie has some problems that would be getting in its way anyway. Yeah, I I agree. The the way it's put together is kind of awkward at times, and Mm -hmm. really awkward in a couple of spots. I have a problem with the film's pacing, um, and it's not really a script problem, it's more of a, an editing problem. I don't know, I don't want to spoil the movie, but uh, it, it gets to this certain place at the end that doesn't quite I was impatient during the ending because of the way the rest of this film is, was was paced. Don't get me wrong, the ending's spectacular, and it's super awesome, and it works, more or less. I just felt like it didn't quite get there for me. Yeah, I, I didn't have quite that problem with the ending i i did have a little more of a problem with kind of the overall tone um yeah the the way it sort of 
mythologizes Freddie Mercury. It's like this this is a real person, you know, let's let's mm-hmm. not put him too much up on a pedestal. And, so, and and for all that it exposes his flaws, it it kind of mm-hmm. makes him this mythological figure. It's, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, this was this was a guy who was an immensely talented musician and yeah, we can respect that and enjoy his music and all of that, but he was still just a guy. Yep. On all of that. And that was one side of it. And the other was it, that was just as much as it did that for, for Freddie. It was as much a hatchet job on the character of Paul Prenter, who mm-hmm. in real life, you know, probably was an unsavory character from what little we, we know from you know the news. But um, you know, this seems a bit extreme. Yeah, I can't help but compare it to Straight Outta Compton, which is a very different film. It's like, you know, hip hop you know, different time, vastly different film. However, they both feature, you know, the story of a music group with a, you know, with a larger life member who later dies of AIDS. So, you know, it's kind of hard not to see the the themes there. Um, Also, you know, not 100% historically accurate, but historically accurate enough. But the thing about this movie that I can't help but compare with Straight Outta Compton is Straight Outta Compton, for the most part, every member of NWA looks like a jerk at some point throughout the movie. Um, Whereas... (laughs) Uh, like, I mean, it, maybe not so much Dr. Dre, but Ice Cube's son plays Ice Cube in Straight Outta Compton, and he still comes off looking like a jerk from time to time. And I feel like the rest of Queen doesn't do that here. And it's a thing that kind of bothers me. Like, the you know, Freddie's the one with the flaws and the problems, and the other three guys are like, eh, whatever. And part of that is because Brian May and Roger Taylor were really you know, involved in the making of this film. Uh, rumor has it they're the reason why the movie was PG-13. You can't help but feel like, I, I have no better word to describe this, except it comes off a little quote-unquote nice. That it's, it seems like everyone's having a better time than they probably did, and that, it kind of hurts the movie. Yeah, there's there's a little bit of a, like a glazed donut glossy sheen over it, yes, kind of. Yes, exactly. And some of that's aesthetics, because, well, it, it is Queen. But the right. other part <laughs> of it is, like, it, it, it has this VH1 feel to it that I think is a problem. So. Yeah, so I, I did enjoy it. I did like it. I, I do recommend it. Going in with a grain of salt that, yeah, this isn't really quite how things happened. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and that's that's even just that we know, never mind intimate details that no one's ever going to know. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I mean, yeah, good. Not really best picture material in in my no. book Al- although uh rami malik as uh as freddie mercury is yeah just fantastic i uh, he he i kind of feel like he should win best actor no offense to the other guys i mean y'all did well but i i kind of feel like it should go to him yeah 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 command performance that so yeah dearest queen you are mad giving me a palace it is a monstrous extravagance mrs molly we are at war we won Oh, it is not over. We must continue. Oh. Oh, I did not know that. The favorite. The favorite. Um, so this is also sort of based off of uh, based off a true story, uh, to an extent. So this one is much earlier, like much earlier in time. So we only have uh, a lot of conjecture. Um, there has, uh, as someone who is a his, you know, someone who has a piece of paper that says he's a historian. Um, this is this is something that people have thought happened. This um, relationship that the queen had with two women. We have, of course, not really concrete evidence of this, but did it happen like this? I doubt it. <laughs> but yes, this is the story of uh, uh, which, which queen is this? This uh, is Queen um, Anne. Yeah, this is the story of Queen Anne and two. I don't feel like I can call them consorts, but they're uh, 
Um, they're they they were ladies at court. Ladies at court. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm that's, not that's, sure that's, what they're. I yeah. think that's that was what they that was their real title. Um, so yeah, these are ladies of court. Um, and the relationship she had with them, and it is uh, it's one of the few movies that I think that you're gonna find out there that actually uses sex in a manner that actually progresses the plot, that adds character development. And as a guy yeah. who grew up watching a bunch of horror movies, you know, sex is there for, you know, people to, hey, they're going to die or, you know, just to have another thing to have an R rating. So it, I think that this film is interesting in that it examines this relationship between these. Now, this is like if this was done with fictional women, I don't know if it would have the same kind of potency um, because it's based off of real women who existed and may or may not have had a relationship like this. Um, their behavior and their relationship is a little bit more. Uh, I don't really like it. It's it, it, it's more potent is what it is. So to see this sort of like adult oriented story happen on the screen is very interesting. It's very, at the end of the day, the film is going to make you feel a little icky about like how relationships are and the dynamics that people have with each other, um, which is totally this director's modus operandi. Um, the Lobster, which is another movie that he wrote and directed. I'm a big fan of that movie. That movie's great. Um, I don't think this is as good as The Lobster. I think it probably gets into deeper territory than The Lobster does, but I thought that movie was a little bit better executed. This one comes off in a somewhat messy manner that makes sense to the plot of the film, but it also doesn't feel as gelled because of it. Yeah, I I tend to agree. Um, the The comedy aspects didn't play as well in the oh, yeah. room that I, I saw it in, and it is a very, very dark comedy, I mean, to, to start with. I'll be honest, I laughed the most. Of all the nominees, this is the one I laughed the most at, so. And I... I honestly didn't get as many laughs out of it as as you did, I think. But mm. I mean, it's it's not necessarily that they aren't there. See, the the way you, you talk about you know, these are you unsavory characters yeah. doing unsavory things. Yeah, that that gets me thinking a little bit about you know, something like say you know Seinfeld, where mm-hmm. the whole conceit is that these are terrible people, but it's somehow right. still funny. Yeah, I didn't get as much of the funny out of this. Uh, see, and I don't get that much funny out of Seinfeld, so yeah. Uh, it's 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 weird. Yeah. I I can't I can't really explain that. Yeah. But you know, I I spent most of the movie wondering which character's story this was. What story mm-hmm. are are we being told here, and yeah. whose is it? And I wasn't really sure until the end. You could make a case for any of these three women, and indeed the Academy has, because Olivia yeah. Coleman is up for best lead actress. Yeah. And Rachel Weiss and Emma Stone are both up for supporting actress for this movie. So mm. there's a pretty good chance this movie gets something. Uh, yeah. Costumes, set design, all of that oh, are great. yeah, yeah, really, really amazing to look at. Um, unlike the credits, which are kind of a mess. Uh, yeah, but we don't have awards for credits, so no, uh, no. not the Oscars at least. Yeah, might um, be a new category in the Razzies this year. Woo! <laughs> I couldn't help but think of Amadeus. That is totally based on the time period and the costumes, though. So take that as you will. I really did laugh the most at this movie. I, I think it's probably the funniest of the bunch, but I'm a weird person, so take that as you will. <laughs> the um, I'm with you on the whole, like, we don't really know whose story it is necessarily until the end of the film. And I think it's... I agree with what, uh, what the Academy is going with, and I think I agree with what the film said. I am curious if that become, if that is less of a problem upon rewatch, in that like I would see things throughout the movie that would be like, oh, then the, clearly this is what... Yeah, blah, blah, blah. 
I have to get in the right headspace to watch that movie again, so I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you there. Uh, so this this one doesn't really get my vote either. It's it's mm-hmm. a it's a curious piece for sure. It's, yeah, it's the kind of thing that could win, and I wouldn't be like upset, um, but I don't really think I'd want it to win either. Yeah, I I might be a little upset, but we'll we'll get into that in a a bit, just because I I do think they're are much better movies for, for the award this year. Some guy called over here, a doctor. He's looking for a driver. You interested? I am not a medical doctor. I'm a musician. I'm about to embark on a concert tour in the Deep South. What other experience do you have? Public relations. Do you foresee any issues in working for a black man? You and the Deep South? There's going to be problems. Green Book. So... Here's the funny thing. So all these movies that are based off of a true story, can we say that they're part of a cinematic universe? (laughs) I mean, maybe. Uh, Yeah, so Green Book. Uh, Also also based on a true story uh, with some artistic license here. Yeah, it is also quote-unquote nice. Yeah, Um, yeah, air air quotes nice here for sure. but still interesting. Not a not a bad story. Still worth telling, I think. Um, I actually wish we learned more about the Green Book. Believe it or not. Well, uh, yeah, we don't, yeah, the, yeah. The titular Green Book is is in like two shots, just very briefly in the entire film, and it's yeah. Not to mention a white guy gives a white guy a copy of it, which seems kind of like. Hmm. I mean, yeah. that may have been what happened in real life, but at the same time, maybe, like, maybe not. I, yeah. I, I don't know. It's uh, that was a little strange to me. Like maybe they should have come up with a better title for this. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But the thing, I don't know what else they would call it. Um, like, I, I don't either. Yeah. So like, I mean, Green Book makes sense, but at the same time, you'd think it would be something slightly better. So this is a story of Tony Lip driving um, Don Shirley, who is a musician through the deep South. And they have to use the titular green book to find places for Doc to be safe. Yeah. Long story short, he isn't always safe all the time um, because the South is the South. And frankly, it would have been a boring movie, you know, if, if he, yeah, if he yeah. was. Well, the thing is, like, is it? But that seemed like the quote unquote nice thing. Thing, like, I feel like it's probably still too nice. Thing, like, I still feel like there's some there's some yeah, stuff missing. This 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 in in real life, there's a. I I feel like it's quite possible this was nastier than we see here in this movie yeah i and i feel like it has to have been but yeah, this is the decision they made this movie is written by tony lips well with two other people tony lips son um so like i i'm sure that colored something um peter Farrelly of the Farrelly brothers the directors of dumb and dumber um directed and wrote this movie as well so that's interesting <laughs> yeah yeah another road trip movie yeah that's a good point it is a road trip movie oh, fair point um so i don't know i i like this movie um i thought it was really nice um the best thing it is nice it's a nice movie yeah it's a you know afternoon with your grandma on a Sunday kind of movie, and it, it doesn't like it's not bad in any way. I would never say that. It's just that I feel like it's lacking, um, it's lacking some bite to it, sort of. It yeah, it, it is a bit. I I agree. So I I feel like like uh, there's been some talk about comparing this to Driving Miss Daisy, which is a little unfair, other than the fact that because the only thing that really that really is shared here is that you know racism and driving. And, but it's kind of funny that it, this is being brought up because Do the Right Thing was not nominated the year Drive uh, Driving Miss Daisy won, and we have Black Klansman versus this at the same time. Two movies looking at the the racism issue in vastly different ways. And well, yeah, yeah and you can add 
Black Panther to that mix as well, which oh totally yeah I I think is you know so we've 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 got two really strong recurring themes overall here this year is you know mm. racism in America and well other places as well I suppose and and also based on historical events yep and there's yeah, a, a good bit of overlap between them yep um, so this movie is you know it's 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 well made the performances are really good the music is is also pretty good um, I have a hard time like. I don't know, like being super impressed by it because it is well, kind of nice. Yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed it. I I don't know. I I wouldn't say that I was artistically impressed by yeah. it as as a whole that much. Uh, and you know, the 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 two leads played by Mahershala Ali and Viggo Mortensen are both really really good. These are actors who are at the top of their game. Uh, totally. You know, both both showing tremendous range compared to you know, other things that they've done. Yeah, you know, this is definitely not Viggo Mortensen from Lord of the Rings, um, and this is not Mahershala Ali from, say, Moonlight or Hidden Figures. Nope. But you know, they're they're both very convincing. It's funny to see Viggo like this because I have seen a lot of Viggo Mortensen, and I mean that in like other ways. Um, because of, like if you've seen Easter Promises or Captain Fantastic, you know what I'm talking about. And to see him be this like fat, gross guy was kind of awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like. This guy is, like, totally cool. Um, he's totally willing to, like, make himself gross to be in a part. I don't know. I thought it was neat. Um, so Because he's, like, really skinny and kind of fantastic. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I like this movie. It's one of those things that, like, if it won Best Picture, I'd be like, eh. But, eh. Yeah. I, I, I kind of feel like that would be the, the Academy voting body at large sort of punting. Punting! That's a great way to put it. I just used a football metaphor talking about the Oscars. Something's wrong with me. (laughs) Roma, a new movie by Alfonso Cuaron, um, available on netflix as this we re- is the easiest yeah. one to see guys it really really is and as we record i have actually only just watched this earlier today i watched it on an airplane yeah <laughs> yeah which is a thing you can do because they yeah offline viewing it was yeah. great <laughs> yeah technology how about that with that caveat of having just watched it yeah and and an explanation to follow uh for the following remark mm-hmm. uh what i what i said to you earlier was that this tasted like a literature assignment yeah and that's not necessarily a bad thing mm-hmm. expound tim explain so, this so it's it reminded me a lot of you know books that were assigned in high school mm-hmm. so nobody ever really quite seemed to be sure what the point of some of them were i, mean, I read a lot of things in high school that were you know pretty heady and that i liked but others mm-hmm. was i don't understand this at all and mm-hmm. So this this felt kind of more like that, and mm. the more I think about it, it's it's not as much a question of what exactly is is the artist trying to say here, you know, the mm-hmm. the, the writer, the director, the filmmaker, whoever, yeah, um, as it is that they're saying something, and are we listening? And it gets you right. thinking and talking about it. It's it's more about you know sort of digesting it than it is about the meal itself yeah 
I can, yeah, no, I, I totally get that. I think that, that makes a, a whole lot of sense. Um, this movie, um, got kind of, you know, it got a little overhyped for me. So keep that in mind with my problems. Well, I don't really have problems with the movie. It's just, I ended up being like, disappointed It's not the right word because I wasn't disappointed. I just, uh, I wasn't as impressed with this as I thought I was supposed to be. Um, however, I'll admit some of this is like the fact I saw it on Netflix on an airplane. It's maybe not the best environment. Yeah. Um, yeah, it didn't hold my attention as well as I wanted it to, and that could be for a number of reasons. Uh, that said, though, I do think this is the best shot film of the bunch, and I think it should win um, cinematography. The black and white photography is amazing. Um, somehow, Karan does a way. Somehow, he does this thing where even squishing dog poop looks artistically amazing. So, and I and I think that counts for something. Yeah, it, um, it does. I I don't know how, but he sure did, and I don't think anybody has ever done that before in the history of cinema exactly. i don't think anybody else would have ever tried so maybe john waters but yeah, like yeah um you can argue whether he was trying but for different reasons yes. <laughs> so this so this is a very interesting story about um about, about a live-in maid and the family that she lives in and there is this big problem going on in the family that's 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 happening but that kind of gets put to the wayside because we're being we concentrate more on her her life how her job works and you know the things that are going on with her so it's got this like you would say upstairs downstairs but it's like basically 89 percent downstairs and that's kind of cool it's uh it's artistically very interesting because of the black and white photography although tim and i both agree that sometimes because of the black and whiteness we missed looking at the right thing in the frame i have a problem with white subtitles on black and white um but that's that may be more of a netflix problem than a than a uh, than the film itself. Yeah, probably. yeah. You know, if you're able to make the subtitles yellow, do it. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I think her performance is amazing. She's up for best actress. She could win, and I think that would and that, that would be. I'd be totally into that. Yeah, yeah. I would. I would not be the least bit bothered by that. Yeah, and I was not that impressed with this movie. Like I said earlier, until one of my wife's coworkers said something that kind of struck with me, and that was thinking of her like seeing her kind of become a hero at the end of the movie if you think of it as a big long origin story about like this hero that's actually kind of a neat way to look at the movie in this time like in this time of so many superhero movies it, it, <laughs> it's actually kind of a neat way to look at the movie i'm not saying it's the best way and i'm not saying that's what Caron wanted to do i just like i don't know i really like that so after you watch the movie and, and like kind of consider that thought and then like you know kind of this is the thing that tim was talking about with his literature comment earlier yeah yeah it's it's as much i think about the the discussion of of the the overall situation and and the humanity of it it's it's like you know, okay so yeah the the family she works for is is having these problems but she's also got problems of her own and and is a mm -hmm. human being and there's there's all this other stuff and it's it's just kind of, you know, looking at this series of events as she sort of goes through them and you know, here's here's what she's presented with and here's how everybody reacts and yep. It's an interesting film and it is very very beautiful to look at. Right. I'm not sure I would vote for it for best picture either though. I mean, cinematography, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um editing possibly. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably I, go that far. I, I don't know if it's up. I I don't have that, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't have, the have that list in front of me either. No. No. It could win Best Picture, and I wouldn't be like a, I wouldn't be mad. But to be no. honest, that's true of most of them. Like uh, this is such a wide open year. It, it is not not just for Best Picture, but for a lot of the others too. It's like this could go pretty much any way. I mean, and the 
none of the the previous awards this year have been any great indication. There are things mm-hmm. that got left out from certain categories at other award shows or or at the Oscars themselves this year, and it's there just is not a whole lot of telling what's going on right now. Yep. And no we're, we're not going to try to read the tea leaves here. At the, at the end of this, we'll go over what we would want to win Best Picture, but that's we'll, we'll say that for the end. This is, like we said, this is the easiest movie for you to watch. I recommend you do watch it. I think it is definitely one of the best movies of this year. I don't know if it's the best movie of this year, but it's still really good. So Yeah, yeah. I agree. So he could win best directing and that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I'd, I'd be good with that. It is and it is well directed. Yes. Although there really is only one main character and pretty much everyone else is supporting and that's mm. odd, but it's yeah, it, it's, it, it, it's it, a it thing works. that happens. Yeah. 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 You, you you believe the 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 lens and the point of view that that he has on it. Yeah. I'm off the deep Watch as I dive in I'll never meet the ground A star is born for the fourth, fourth or seventh time, depending on... Fourth time in name. Yeah, is. yeah, with, with the same title. The story's been done under other titles at least a few times that that we can think of and there are probably a couple more that we're forgetting certain character names have been retained though um, um so. re- retained uh, or on, only very slightly changed the the last name of maine is actually that yeah kept up. that's 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 um, been recurring so this this is bradley cooper's take on the material starring himself and uh lady gaga uh, mm-hmm. with supporting turns by uh, sam elliott who's up for up for the Oscar for it, uh, Dave Chappelle and Dice Clay for some reason. Andrew Dice Clay of all people, and he does a good job. He it's does, a, which is still kind of a head scratcher. It's yeah. If you had told me ten years ago that you know Andrew Dice Clay and Dave Chappelle were going to be in a movie together, they'd be, ah, well, you know, comedians they they make movies together sometime, you know, blah blah blah. But then if you were to tell me it was going to be in a remake of A Star Is Born, I'd be like, ah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but it works. The the two of them like do an amazing job in their roles. It was kind yeah. of strange. Yeah. No, uh, this this is a really very well-made movie. It's so the the material itself is not new. Like we said, this has been done, no. you know, a half dozen times before at least. Mm. Yep. It's it's been done and done and done, but it can still really work when it's well executed and I I felt like this was. I mean, it it hit me when and where it was supposed to. The the the, my, the big thing for me about this movie is that yes I agree it is actually a really well executed version of the story I have not seen all of the I've seen bits and pieces of the other three yeah. um, but I've I've never seen all of them um, I mean it would be really hard to outdo Judy Garland um, I don't think anybody's gonna I mean if Barbara Streisand couldn't do it I mean I, I mean you know ask ask about this one again in you know fifty years in, in and... fifty years it may be different I mean and, and the thing is Lady Gaga does something different than what Judy Garland's doing and so like that's that's a thing and Lady Gaga super impressed me in this movie. I thought she did a, yeah. like a really great job. Bradley Cooper, I feel like I have seen him do better performances, and that's that's the kind of thing that kind of like hurts this movie for me a little bit. Is that like I feel like he has done a better job, but at the same time he's also directing this movie, so he's probably spread a little thin. I often wonder if uh, this is speculation. I wonder if the studio made him star in it. I have no way to back that up. Um, I'm just curious. And but but the my big problem with the film, and this doesn't mean it's a bad movie in any way. Like I'm just saying, like if this was like an A minus movie, this is what makes it a B plus for me. Um, and I'm not 100 percent sure if it is B plus or not. But you know, 
it's still a high, I would still grade it high, oh, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this, it feels like the fourth time I've seen this movie, and I haven't actually seen those other movies. <laughs> like, that's, that's kind of the problem. And, like, the way the movie ends, you see it coming, you know it's going to happen, and because of that, it kind of gets, the emotional bits of it gets kind of hurt because of it. Now, you can read this as Andrew just... You've seen too many movies. <laughs> yeah, and I, I I think that's a perfectly reasonable read on it. Frankly, and I think, but and I and I think that's not. I think that's reasonable. But I also think because you know my wife felt the same way, and she hasn't seen these movies at all either. Like I think it's well made. I think it's probably the best version of this movie we probably could have gotten in forty plus years since the last one. Um, so it's it seems better than the Streisand one. Sorry, dads. I don't know if it's better than the the Judy Garland one and uh, or the Janet Gaynor one, but. I think it's well made. If if it won Best Picture, I wouldn't be mad either. No, I, I I would not be mad at all. You know, the really everything here is is well done. You know, costuming, set design. I mean, they're similar to um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Some big concert set pieces. Yep. But you very know, different. Very yeah. The, the the tone is is very different. But as far as the the technical aspect of of pulling that off. And it had to be all similar. together. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's plenty there, and yet yeah, really the the performances. I mean, yeah. okay, maybe this isn't Bradley Cooper's very best performance in front of the camera, but he was also directing, and that's kind of a uh, a messy business, you know, even for very talented people. Absolutely. Um, I am not personally a huge fan of Lady Gaga. She's just not my style, you know. But she's she is immensely talented as as a performer as a musician just not my style of music really yeah, most yeah. of the time but i was very impressed by her performance as the character in this movie mm. so past you know i don't know a, a minute or two when when she first came on screen early early in the film i, yeah. I didn't have a problem seeing just the character and and not lady gaga yeah I think well, it probably helps that she looks like a normal person throughout most of the movie instead of uh, like that. That probably helped, yes, yeah. but still. So I still think it deserves the accolade that it's been getting. Yeah, but I, I ended up walking away less impressed than I thought I should have been. I guess is is what I'm saying. Um, and that wasn't hype. Like I don't think that that was like hype for me because like I just ah, it's Stars Born again. So like. The fact that it was actually getting any hype was like a good sign to me. So it was. Yeah, that, yeah. No, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I mean, it's it's not a fun movie. I mean, if if you have had any exposure to any any previous incarnation of of this story, um, you you kind of know that going in. This 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 is a drama, and it gets dramatic. Totally. But no, I, maybe a little overly dramatic. Yeah, yeah a, a bit here and there, I, yeah. I think. But yeah, I I thought that rang true to the characters in mm-hmm. in those spots at least. Yeah, without bringing too much of my own personal stuff to the table, I was in kind of a weird spot when I watched it. So yeah, grain mm-hmm. of salt there as as far as how I saw the movie. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, I I did like it. I I recommend it. And I would not be at all disappointed to see it win. Cool. All right. Well, we got one more to talk about, folks. I'm the CEO of a large company. And I have been Secretary of Defense. And I have been White House Chief of Staff. The Vice Presidency is a mostly symbolic job. 
Uh-huh. However, if we came to a uh, different understanding. So, Vice. Uh, Adam McKay's new movie starring Christian Bale, Amy Adams, Sam Rockwell, about Dick Cheney and some of the people that ran in his circle. Steve Carell. Um, some some good performances from from talented actors here. We we talked a little about this you know, before the re- recording proper. You thought this felt like a, a more refined example of yeah. the style of the Big Short. I feel like they improve on the style that the Big Short has. Like I feel like they they found a better way of conveying that style with this film. Um, I, to be honest, I never particularly liked the celebrities explaining things, like it, or like the way celebrities were explaining. It came off very like like a, like a Bill Nye random famous person explains something thing, yeah, which is which is fine and all, but it was something that I didn't like. They didn't just I just personally didn't. I know a lot of people liked it, and it was funny, but it was like they don't really do that in here. They have just one person who serves that function, and I think that's a better storytelling. Uh, I think that serves the storytelling better with that in this style than what they had done before. Yeah, so I would say that, yeah, they improve upon the style that they set out in The Big Short. But that doesn't mean it's a better movie. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. Uh, the, the overall formula is improved, but I, yeah. I, I, I think that too too much of this snarky attitude comes through, mostly yep. in the script. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm buying Sam Rockwell who's not playing it too cartoony as George W. Bush, but some of the lines are just really cartoony inherently, which, yeah, okay, kind of works for, for Sam Rockwell. He's the, the guy you would want to get for it, and I think he mm-hmm. does a good job with what he's getting. I think everyone does in this, in this Well, movie. he's nominated for supporting actors. Yeah, so. yeah, and, and that's that's not undeserved at all, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I agree. This, yeah, for, for being... A more refined style still had sort of a, a juvenile, you know, snarky attitude, and they yeah. they kind of hung a lantern on it, saying we don't actually know what was said in any of these exchanges, or if indeed some of them took place this way at all. So we're kind of going to speculate, and it all seems plausible. It's it's not unreasonable based on what is well known in the general public that things happen kind of this way. But it still feels a little weird putting words in their mouth, and I'm 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 not you know taking a, a particular political position here, you know, left, right, or or center. I I just think it's it's a little weird saying, hey, we're gonna just put some words in these people's mouths just just because, and mm-hmm. you know, hanging a lantern on on that and and calling it out. That made me feel a little weird, and we we talked about this a little before before recording too, is. There's not a lot of historical distance for for perspective on this yet. I think we're still kind of close to it. Mm-hmm. And well, and it's odd that we're still kind because the Big Short wasn't like no, and it was it was right like right around the same time. But I I think its effects you know uh, the the events that happened there that was much more immediate and you know the the economic analysis and, and impact are much much more obvious mm-hmm. on a much broader scale. This this one, yeah, this feels a little murkier. Mm-hmm. Well, that's politics. It and 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 it is, but I I think it kind of hurts the movie. I get where you're coming from there. Um, you know, as someone who is like you know kind of you know has a, a liberal lean at the same time though, I like don't think this movie's going to change anybody's mind. Um, no. it's uh, it's it does the same thing that like 
you know, that like, um, like a, like a very conservative movie would do that, you know, it just sort of vilifies the opposition a little bit. Um, you know, and you're allowed to do that. I mean, like that's like, that's like, that's not like, that's not what I, no, that's, 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 that's all reasonable. And you know, we've we've had satire and and comedy and and things, and Mm -hmm. that's, that's a reasonable and expected sort of check on, on politicians and, and just, Mm -hmm. you know, the world in general. That's, that's life. And that's, that's fine. I'm, Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem inherently with, that it's just this one sort of kind of like the big short tries to be a little more documentary yeah but it comes off too snarky to really be that so i can't quite take it that seriously yeah i think that's part of the thing is that it's 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 snark and it's also kind of a little condescending honestly yeah the that because it does that it takes away any kind of any kind of bite or you know, per, yeah, like it, it, it takes a lot of the teeth yeah, out of it. I think it is a it is a classic example of what your like mom told you. It's like it's not what you said; it's how you said it. <laughs> and that's <laughs> yep. And and that's kind of like the thing here. Like I like I don't disagree with what they're talking about at all. It's just that I don't think they're saying it in a very you know in, in like they're they're saying it in a manner that's more off-putting is not the right word they're saying saying it in a manner that is just not going to resonate with a lot of people yeah and and that's fine i mean like that's their stylistic choice but at the same time though you feel like that they are trying to to reach an audience about about this but then they're just going to alienate a lot of people because of it well yeah it it, it reminds me a little <clears throat> bit of, of neil young to draw a really really broad comparison here who mm-hmm. you know, once once said i don't care if anybody likes my music that's not what my music's about it, it's not to be enjoyed it's 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 a message man yeah it's, yeah okay but i mean you're, mm-hmm. if you want your message to be heard you gotta sell records yeah, but this is also coming from a guy who, you know, established himself in such a manner that it doesn't 100% matter what he's saying. Right. You know, so. Yeah. And, and that's and that's the kind of the thing. I don't know if Adam McKay is really at Neil Young level there. Um, I, but, I don't I don't think so. But, but yeah, if, if, if you, you know, from from only two data points, draw a line, mm-hmm. you know, a, a trend line, including the big short and Vice, you kind of see it trending in that direction, but it's only two movies, so yeah. yeah. Um, and this is vastly different from his previous comedy movies, so I don't know. I'm not like I didn't hate the movie. I no, kind of, you know, I, I sort of liked either. it. I, I mean, there were things about I, 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 when I say sort of liked it, like I there were things about it I liked, but overall I felt that its like general well attitude kind of hurt it. The performances are actually really good. Um, we learned that. Christian Bale will do anything to himself for a role, um, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is we knew that before, but we, this we did. But this you know, further illustrates the point in rather dramatic fashion. Uh huh. And you know, every and everyone else in it actually does. You know, despite some of the ridiculous things they're saying, you know, for the most part, plays it play it straight. Um, and you know, uh, yeah. Amy Adams, we see her do a turn that we haven't really gotten to see her do before, which yeah, is yeah, it's, it's a little different. She's she's done drama before and and is clearly mm-hmm. capable. We've we've seen her do it. And and this is a little different, even even from that. And that's that's good. Mm-hmm. That's that's fine. I I really like that she has managed to not be pigeonholed. Um, mm-hmm. Tyler Perry still sort of brings his pigeonhole with him, even though he's got the chops. Well, and the thing is, like, he's actually really good as Colin Powell, but the problem is because he's Tyler Perry, it's always going to feel like stunt casting when he's in something that he's not yeah, behind the scenes. Yeah, do- doesn't involved. actually have his name in front of it. Tyler Perry's this. Yeah, which is unfortunate. It's just that it will always feel like a stunt casting whenever yeah. he shows up in something. Yeah. 
which maybe you're into that, maybe you're not. Um, there are times when stunt casting works totally fine, and there's times when it kind of doesn't. So it all depends on the given subtext that you have. Nonetheless, like like I said, stylistically, like storytelling-wise, I feel like it's improved. It's just that the voice in which they tell the story yeah. comes off extremely annoyed teenager. So Yeah, it, it really does. And it, that does hurt the movie, but I mean, like like we said, I didn't hate it. I don't think it's really gonna have much a shot at winning Best Picture. Some some of the acting, you know, it, maybe, maybe, you know, yeah. that's that's a strong possibility, and yeah, you know, that would not surprise me or you know, offend me at all. You know, what what am I gonna be offended about? But yeah. it's it's an interesting movie, and and kind of in the the flavor of of the whole pack this year but no i i don't think it's much a contender for best picture agreed well all right guys well that is the the nominees um but yeah but before we go we're going to talk about what we was like anything that we thought like was particularly missing and what we think should win so uh or will win or will win probably yeah yeah. there's been a lot of hash made already and, and we've talked a little ourselves about this this year is just wide open. I don't know what the ever-loving crap is going on with the academy. Mm-hmm. I really don't. So and and you know, not not just, you know, the movies but the the whole ceremony and and all of that mess. And there's not a clear front runner, you know, for any of the other awards really based on how some of the other, you know, guild ceremonies have have gone and things. Yep. And so I'm I'm like one movie short in each of four or five additional major categories outside of Best Picture, so I, I don't quite have a complete picture there. But honestly, all of these are good. Few of them would I really go as far as calling great, which is, mm-hmm. is strange because there there have been years where it's like, you know, even in the, a year with lots of nominees for Best Picture there have been, you know, at least a few that's, oh, this is great. Yeah. Period. And I mm-hmm. I didn't get as much of that this year. There are some really good movies, some that I, I very much recommend. Um, so for, for me, my my pick would either be Black Klansman, this year's Every American Movie, mm-hmm. even Over Vice. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely yeah. or, Over Vice. And Green Book, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, or or Green Book, yeah. Um, or A Star is Born, which I, I really, really liked. And I I think it may be great. I, I think it will need, you know, like like we've said before, a, a little more time and, and distance to really say for sure. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's, it's been done so many times before. But I, I thought it this time was very well done, and it's it's deserving of some some accolade, and it's 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 getting a lot of popularity, and people are seeing it and liking it. That's that's good. Um, I would have a hard time choosing between those two, and most of the others are good, in my opinion. But I would have a hard time voting for any of them for best picture. Yeah. Um, anything you think, anything, uh, any kind of category, anything that you were kind of surprised didn't get any kind of Oscar notice? Um, Tongue in cheek, Mike Myers in Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> You're hilarious. Um, <laughs> I know I'm not. <laughs> really? No. Uh, there, there have been other good movies this year. 
I mean, I'll give that the Oscar for best in joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, really, not not a whole lot. I, there, there, there are other good movies in any year. It's it's not like mm-hmm. the Oscars is a comprehensive list. No, no, no. I was just curious. So, as for me, so I've like I didn't get to see as many movies this year because I went back to school and didn't have as much time, which is really hard on me, guys. Um, the the well, not the school part, the just not getting to see movies part. Oh. Um, anyway, the <laughs> when when I look at this list, uh, when I let's see what's of these eight nominees, I I also with Tim is like I'm very much leaning on uh, Black Klansman. If I voted, if I had the you know if I was allowed to vote, I would vote for for Black Klansman. Um, after that, um, I, and then this took like a long time for me to really think about, um, and I think I may go with Roma. Um, and I think it's actually because of what Tim was talking about, about how, how you kind of have to really talk about it. Like it's a piece of, it feels like a piece of literature, which I, which, which, you know, it's kind of growing on me in that sense. Um, I also think it's probably one of the better technically made movies, um, at least, at least photography wise and, oh yeah. and stuff like that. So, like, I think that's what's kind of making me have that edge out over Stars Born. Um, Stars Born is actually very well made. Um, I just felt like I'd seen it three times before, um, even though I hadn't. <laughs> so that was, you know, so that's something that kind of hurts it for me. Um, but as for the other ones, like, you know, there's, you know, some of them could win and I wouldn't be, like, upset or anything. But the I think Bohemian Rhapsody, if it won, I'd be extremely surprised. Uh, the same thing with Vice. Um, those are like the bottom two for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 kind of with you there. Although I, I I don't know the I I think the favorite is probably deserving of some of the technical awards. You know, mm-hmm. like costuming, production design, some yeah, of that, yeah. that stuff, and and acting also really good in it. Mm-hmm. But I I would not vote for it for best picture. I would probably vote. I would. I'm inclined to. To afford for original screenplay, um, maybe. I don't, yeah, I don't know if I want to be. I mean, it could win Best Picture. I wouldn't be mad, but the yeah. But I see where you're coming from. Um, when I think about who, like, what got you know overlooked, and because of Get Out doing so well last year. Um, now this is you know Get Out was is you know more complicated than than this, but the you know there's this film that came out in the kind of in the summer called a. Uh, Hereditary, that with Tony Collette, and now I didn't expect the movie to do particularly big, but Tony Collette gave one of like the best performances I have ever seen. Period, like acting wise, and there was a lot of talk and a lot of you know, like it looked like something could happen, but then when award season came around, it didn't happen. Not a very pleasant movie, which probably why it's not nominated. But I was kind of hoping that you know, since we had a you know a social horror film get so much you know accolade last year, a you know a kind of feminist horror film. I was hoping would also kind of get some notice as well, and maybe Tony Collette would have had, you know, a chance. But sadly, no. Other than that, I don't really know what's going to happen on Sunday, and uh, I think that's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I don't really know either, except that you know we'll we'll be in front of our devices live tweeting. Yep. You'll uh, you'll have a, a some some extra vibe to to feed off of this year. I hear. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'll be at a party this year with uh, with a number of my coworkers, so we'll see what that's going to be like. All right. So. Well. Yep. So that's our show. Oscars this weekend. Yep. And uh, we'll we'll be there. We'll we'll talk some about the the, the post mortem after it's mm-hmm. all happened. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.